just grab them in the brisket. Have we already started this podcast? I think so. Is oh. that how it always starts? Oh, yeah, I feel like it does. Do we always pretty do much. this and James always says something like, Is something happening? Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, did we already start this I feel something. Podcast? Oh, look what happened uh. next. I just, uh, I just walked out of my trailer and... <laughs> We were all waiting for you at the Yeah, mic. yeah, I'm like, Here's the guys, diva. is this ready to go? Uh, you had, what, a, what you had a production here? assistant go and like, right. is, knock I'm working on the door, with a bunch right? of fucking amateurs. Right? What are yeah. we doing here? Okay. Boom, Where's my green Skittles? Exactly. Nice. All right, so what I we got going on here? And had a whole bowl of like red Skittles, but no green Skittles. Ugh. That sucks. Hey, <laughs> yeah, sorry. But this is the Grabbing the Brisket podcast, and we do appreciate you guys I was going to say tuning, tuning along, in. tuning in, always in. tuning in. And I always say this because I'm like, Jesus, how old am I? AM, 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 FM. Yeah, right. Hope uh, you have good reception. Yeah. Exactly. So, hey, we appreciate you guys listening along. And I say guys, and I use that a uh, loose term. That's right. We have a lot of gals that listen to gals. as well. Uh, it's so condescending when you say that. Maybe James. we should say gals. the people. It is the people. Yes. No guys, there's no girls, there's no gals, there's no We think the people listening along and grabbing the brisket podcast, we're all about just friends, family, cooking, drinking, breaking down barriers. Fun. Exactly, fun. Also also brisket. And also brisket. And also brisket. Texas barbecue. We appreciate you guys listening along and hopefully you learn a little something and hopefully you get a little bit of entertainment out of it. If not, then... We still love you. So, uh, <laughs> yes. Before we go into this, I think there's a little bit of a feedback thing that we want to go ahead and say. Is like we, we had mm-hmm. some somebody said like, I'm not sure who I'm listening to. What are the names, everybody? Right. So, I'm not sure if we do this every single time. But no, maybe, we probably maybe should. We, we should probably should. Like, You're right. We probably hey, should. Listen, ladies, gentlemen. Well, you started off then. Frogs and toads. Yeah, this yeah. is that, that was I'm Jan, Jan mumbling on. About That's it. Hey, I, I'm Jan the man. Hey, I'm here to answer all your questions when it comes to awesome barbecue. And hey, you're welcome. There it is. Wow. All right, go around okay. the horn. Yeah. Are we going to make it awkward like that? Are we yeah. all going to do it like that? Well, you don't have to. Hey, yeah, you want to. And I'm Matt. <laughs> all right, Johnny. I just magical. want to say that this was is not jo- less. This walk. is John. I'm, I'm excited. This is going to be a badass episode. Huge drops episode. Something big coming. You have no idea. Yeah, huge episode. So, hey guys, later on we're going to have a, a huge interview with Wee Man, a.k.a. Jason Acuna. Mm-hmm. The guy you most know him from, Jackass, but he's he's more than that. Stuntman, professional skateboarder. Uh, the dude's uh, like... Entrepreneur, entrepreneur. With, when it comes to like, uh, restaurants. Correct. I mean... Yeah, let me let me just tell you how this interview kind of came about. I uh, I was talking to my kids eating the other day, and who was it? Luke shows me a video. I was like, "You see this this guy skateboarding? This dude is awesome!" And it's a it's Wee Man. Mm-hmm. So he knows him from skateboarding. I was like, "Dude, that's Wee Man!" And yeah. and yeah, John John I've been known him. Yeah, John John goes, the, "The guy from Jackass." I'm like, "Yeah, like from Jackass." And Luke's like, "What's a Jackass?" I'm like. What are you talking about? You're a jackass, <laughs> Luke. I'm looking at There's five of them right now. You, yeah. right. And, yeah, There's five of them right here. Just leave. Go to your right. room. He's 13, so needless to say, I start, you know, that like triggers something. I start thumbing through his social media and see that he started cooking, and so that's how I reached out to him. But all day today, Luke's been watching Jackass. I love it. Yeah. Oh, nice. Good for him. Hey, you know what? Nice. He should watch it. He should learn. Right? Yeah. yeah. And, and, learn, what, learn what and learn what to not no. do. Exactly. Well, learn how to 
freaking have a badass time too. Yeah, and also, uh, yeah. it is his birthday, so happy birthday, Luke! Happy birthday, Luke! Luke. Happy birthday, Luke! Yeah. Luke. So, so we actually heard the uh, we heard the ceremony earlier, and it's the most awkward <laughs> happy birthday song I've ever heard in my life. Have you not heard us sing happy no, birthday? No, no, I know, I know. And yet, but but the, the people it works. Haven't. It works. Uh, so if you could, it does work. If you could bear with me a little bit, it's like <laughs> it's like having somebody go, like you know the normal song, like happy birthday to right, very easy. And then it has somebody else at the same time harmonizing that does not sing with you. They sing against you, and they sing. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy happy birthday! Happy. Yes. So different speeds, thing, different, it, different tones. Speed. It, yes. I love it. It is so good. So we watched it. It was almost like, oh, this kid is like loving this. And then, truthfully, I made the comment. I was like, you know what? It's like the cutest thing. It, it was really great. Is. It was great. It's we loved it. It was awesome. Yeah, we always do. A Did he that. give us a? A uh, little half pipe, or what? What y'all get him? Yeah, yeah, he got a little like two foot quarter pipe. Like, he's quarter super pipe. into skateboarding right now. So. Yeah, good, good for him. Nice. Okay. So let's get into our week. And I know last week Jan had called out Dusty and said, "Hey, come at me, bro." And <laughs> it was got, very Dusty? aggressive. And Dusty is here. And, and so, he is Dusty. so I'm here to address Jan. Exactly. So <laughs> it's like. It's like divorce court or something. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Right. So I'm here to address you yeah. calling me out. Do yeah, I need some fine. popcorn? What you no, got, Dusty? No, it's, it's not that bad. Hey, or another beer. For all no, you know, it's no. not that bad. Dusty drove like 17 hours to get here. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it took me an hour and 45 minutes okay, to get here. Well, it seemed like an hour. No, an hour hours. and 45 minutes. But, you know, so Matt mentioned that he drove past a pasture saw what 14 15 cows or whatever it was yeah, all right laying on one side the entire herd i cannot argue with that because i've seen the exact same thing but i've driven by a different pasture and seen the exact same amount of cows laying on the other side yeah so the, there I, is no right and there is no left to these cows they will pick whatever they want to to lay on I, and I, so i drove by a pasture the other day and i wanted to stop i couldn't i was driving down the road I wanted to stop and take a, fi- a picture so I could send it to you. It was two cows laying down next to each other, one laying to the left and one laying to the right. Yeah. No, I, I listen, I barbecue is uh, subjective. Looks like. <laughs> All right. So, Dusty, how was your week? Uh, shitty. <laughs> yeah, it did not start off well at all. I guess you're wanting me to. Tell my story that I talked I, I to you about earlier. I want to hear the story earlier. because I've already story? heard the story. Yeah, you, you're the only one that's it. heard the story. None of the other guys have heard the story. So uh, if you notice, we're in my wife's car today. We did not bring my truck because my truck is uh, in the shop. So um, Monday, we leave out afternoon to drive to San Antonio so that I can pick up a Harley that I'm buying. My wife is not in agreement of this, but she figured I might as well be mad at you in the car if I'm going to be mad at you at home. So she's riding with me and uh, my son, and uh, we get to we leave out of Lagrange and we get to Seguin. We stop to eat at Taco Cabana, and we go in, we get our food, and we go to leave, and the truck will not start. Cannot figure it out. I spent about an hour messing with the truck, trying to figure out what's going on. Um, Thought it was one thing. It wasn't. Tried something else. It wasn't that. Couldn't figure it out. So we finally had it towed to the dealership. 
And then we get there at about 5.15 and the service people are leaving at 5.30 and they're like, we can't see it till tomorrow. And I'm like, look, man, I'm on the road. I've got a motorcycle trailer hooked up to this truck. I'm, I'm not from here. I'm traveling down I-10. Just do a service check on it. You know, do a computer check, whatever, clear the codes, get me back on the road. It's got to be something simple. And so they look at it and the guy, the service guy goes, um, did you put gas in it recently? And I said, yeah, filled up right before I you know, headed oh, out. Yeah. And, uh, Jeez. he goes, okay. Um, did you put diesel in it? I said, of course I put diesel in it. I've been driving a diesel for seven years. Of course I put you diesel in it. And, uh, up. he goes, okay, well, we're going to do a fuel <laughs> sample on it just in case. Yeah. I put gasoline in my diesel. <laughs> Doesn't run real good that way. You're not supposed to do that. Yeah. $9,000 later, Oof. it's being repaired. Are you serious? No, I, oh yes, I am very serious. $9,000 to drain the tank. Oh, it's not just drain the check, the tank. You have to change out all the injectors, the fuel pump, uh, Ugh. everything. There's two fuel pumps on it. You have to change out the upper, the lower, all the injectors, everything. So um, at that point, it's about a $9,000 job. So at that point, diesel Dusty. or gasoline is probably a couple bucks. You know what I mean? So yeah. you're paying Dusty. like forty five dollars a were gallon. You thinking, right? His, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever that comes out apart. to. Yeah, yeah. Do, do the math on it. But so I had to file an insurance claim, um, <laughs> obviously. To <laughs> Which is uh, so funny because if you don't know, uh, literal insurance. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not, I, I am an insurance you're fighting agent. Against yourself. I, I'm an insurance agent. Are yeah. you fighting against yourself? Yeah. Oh, no. Geez. See, that's the ironic part. Is um, <laughs> Not only am I not my own insurance agent, not because, not because uh, I don't. I, no, I, I, it's because my wife has accidents, and so do oh. I, and so we've been stuck with the same company. We can't move, so I've tried to write my own insurance, and I can't because we're stuck. You get a better deal okay. with somebody else. So that's one Holy ironic shit. thing. Hold on, that's that's one ironic thing. Here's the second ironic thing. When I was filling up my truck with gasoline. I was on the phone with my insurance agent, and that's why I was distracted because I was looking at adding the motorcycle What's his to name? Reese Johnson. Hey, call Reese. Reese, you owe me $9,000. <laughs> it's your freaking problem. Yeah, I was looking at adding the motorcycle to my existing policy, and um, this is why I'm stuck with the same agent in the same company is because we keep filing claims. <laughs> Nine thousand bucks later, you still getting the Harley? It's called gas or diesel. <laughs> you you cancel that? Yeah, or? it was only five hundred dollars deductible. I'm still getting the Harley, <laughs> hoping to pick it up on Monday. Jeez, so yeah, it did not start off very well at that all. That, sucks, that was dude. my Monday. Good yeah. for you, man. And and I just found out today they are covering it and they are paying for it, and so I'm only going to be out five hundred bucks. Good for you. Good for you. Sure, hey, no. listen, folks. Uh, what they're saying is like what Dusty's saying is obviously he has no idea about cows and which side they lay on because Matt knows everything. And also, you can't trust the guy because he puts gasoline. We're a diesel engine. Yes. But I think we're about to do the 90-second beer review. Somebody sounded terrible. That's nice. You know what? Uh, That sounded really good. I James is not in here, yeah, but it's I, was I here. did not miss it. Yeah, no, it's because I, mean, I was at here. all. It was so weird. I was the harmony in that. Yeah, it was, it's really good. Um, so, John, what do we have? He, he doesn't know because I'm the one who brought it. <laughs> <laughs> Dusty, what do we have? Yeah. He's holding the can. This is so a uh, Huffmeister Lager, and this is from Belleville, Texas. I guess this is a hometown brew, Dusty? It is Brown? a hometown brew. Uh, Belleville is just outside of Brenham. 
And uh, this is a beer that I uh, stumbled upon at, at our Lagrange Oktoberfest. Brennan makes so, good ice cream. So this by is the way. a is it how do you say, is it a huff or is it a buff? Huff, huff. No, that's an H. It's, it's almost like a B. I, right I know right? it's, it's calligraphy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. it's a Hofmeister. The hoof, Hofmeister. Hofmeister, like a. Okay. Yeah. Tell us so, about that can. So a five point two percent alcohol volume. First of all, this can is great because it's it kind of depicts like a like a, a piece of property that you have hell bays on. Or I'm sorry, hell bays. Hell, yeah. I love hay bells. Hay bells. I've been drinking way too much. Hay bells. Hell bam um, would be solid. Uh, and, and it's, but it has this this what we got, a cream. It's very uh, almond or cream colored. Yeah, yeah. it's I, not I, white. I, I, it's off white. Love the way this this can reads. Um, it says the Munich style Hellas. I'm gonna say this again. The Munich style Hellas Lager has a golden color and light aroma, graced by no, noble hops and mellow sweetness to follow. All carried by Huffmeister's light body and dry finish. Mm, mm, mm. Sounds good. Yeah. Like, you know what? You know what I like about this? It's not some fancy schmancy bullshit that you have to hear about. Ugh, it was dry aged in some barrel that we put in the ground and set for six weeks and the light ginger. I mean, it's a little snap. bit. That. No, not really. It's a little bit. The golden color light aroma graced by the noble, mellow the noble hops, the noble hops, <laughs> the noble hops has me. Yes. Mellow sweetness. Okay. Yeah, maybe you're right, John. <laughs> Shit. But I do like the can. So yeah, it's nice. Yeah. The can's it's like nice. It's simple. Photo. It's nothing fancy. So are we all drinking the same thing? Because John's yep. looks no. Dark. I brought I brought everybody their very oh, okay, own can. All right, well let's try it. Shit, I'm almost done. Yeah. What do we have? So let's do a little uh, drive by smell test. Did you just smell your mic, Jen? I did. I was, I was trying to give them the the sound effect of smelling. Mm, does does yeah. it smell like a more? <laughs> it's like a s'more. <laughs> I sniffed too close. <laughs> did you get a little I foam? I sniffed a little beer up my nose. <laughs> Oh, okay. What do you think? Let's get a taste. It, so I'm like going to give you my opinion. I'm not going to give you my rating yet, but I'm going to give you well, my you opinion. Until you try it. Well, no, I've already tried it. I've got my own right oh, here. Okay. I'm drinking out of a can. You're drinking out of a mug. It's a great beer, in my opinion. It's not a fantastic yeah, but beer. First, but I'm not giving you my rating it's too late. yet. Okay. I'm not giving you my okay. rating. It's a, it's a great beer. It's not a fantastic beer. Yeah. But it is a very, very good beer, in my opinion. This is Which is why score. I brought it to you. Give us your score. Right. So you no, want my no, score no, already? No, no, no. no. Yes. no I don't okay. want your score. <laughs> you have to rate uh, it. No, he he will. So this is almost like the beer that we get in trouble with. Yes. Like this Zygenbach. is almost a Ziggy. <laughs> yeah, it's almost a this Ziggy. This is where Bach. I'm at with this. This like, is yeah. not even close to Ziggy. I'm not telling any Ziggy stories, brother. You have no idea. It's um, it's much smoother than the Ziggy but it does have a little bit of a spice to it, like Ziggy does. It does, doesn't it? Um, I don't taste none of that. Yeah. So. Well, try another drink. I'm already done. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see where we at. All right, you want, let's start doing some scores. Let's let's get around this thing. I want to get right. Wee Man on here. I'm gonna give this one a six point eight. I think Good it's uh, I think it's smooth. I'm not getting any of the Ziegenbach vibes you guys are getting, but Me it's neither. very uh, very smooth. And I want to drink this on a hot summer day. All right, I'll All go right. I'll go after him. Smooth, super drinkable. I'm right there with him. I'm going to give it probably a 7.1. Hmm. I like it. John, that's exactly where I was going. 7.1. Seven, 7.1. One. Seven I like it. I like it a lot. It, you know what's Very so good. funny? I like is it that a lot. This beer like is such that. a smooth, 
drinkability, and yet I feel like y'all are falling short on the numbers. I'm just saying. It's good. Is, it's is very good. No, so, I know. Do you want to go before me, or should I go before you? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely go. Go ahead, Dusty. 26. 8.4. 26.8. 8.4. Wow. This is the, the drinkability of this beer is so t- through the roof. However, it still has a crisp, a clean taste. It does. For me. Yep. This is still a great light. beer. And it's still light. This is a great like. beer. Like I'm, it is a good like, beer. I would drink this way over Coors Light, way over any other light beer. This is a great beer. Yeah. What's well, yeah, the uh, sure. alcohol content in this thing? 5.2. Yeah. What do you think of this, James? Let me get it here and uh, give you a, <laughs> a little description of the this can. smooth. And I feel like Jan probably did the can a little bit injustice. I mean, this is a nice, just smooth That's can. so weird. The, there's, there's hay bales. You're there's making me uncomfortable. Weird. There's a windmill. Hey, guys, there's a windmill. <laughs> that's like better. That? Yeah, that's better. Love it. Hey, this is a tasty beer. I mean, it's great. Yeah. I mean, it's very kind of a plain Jane vanilla can. Uh, if if I would, nothing fancy. It's sepia. That's what I said. Uh, sepia. Uh, what are a filter they're using? Maybe we can just like not filter it like that. But I get it. It's a tasty beer. I mean, it, it's great. It's light. It's crisp. Tasty. I'll drink it again. As he drinks it again. As he drinks <laughs> it again. Yeah. We're gonna go with the solid seven point two. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So I. I'm not going to rate the beer based off of me drinking tonight because I've had about five Montuckies. So I rated it last night when I was drinking it, and um, I give it about a 7.8. It's it's definitely a beer that I buy on a regular basis if I can find it. Mm-hmm. That's the problem is I don't usually find it. So when I do, I buy it, and then I drink it sparingly. I drink two or three of them and then switch over to Coors Light, something like that, sure. because yeah. it's not readily available. Right. Um, but it is definitely a beer that I do buy um, you know, regularly when I can find it. Um, I Man, give it about a 7.8. Dude, that's, that's a good, good score. It's very crisp. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very it's good. solid, dude. It's definitely it's a, a beer. boat uh, on the water sure. beer, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You're going to get a, a buzz a little quicker than a Coors Light, sure. but maybe not like a Ziegenbach. Yeah, that 5.2 will definitely creep up on you a little bit. Yeah, yeah it will. And I, and I got when it goes left. down this smooth, it'll creep <laughs> up on you. I got beer left, so... Hey. All I can say is uh, the grabbing the brisket crew. This is a solid beer, and we love it. So yes, absolutely, yep. Ninety second beer review. <laughs> Nailed it. Perfect. Harmonize the shit out of that. Yeah. <laughs> so let's uh, let's join in um, Jason Acuna, aka Wee Man, uh, and you guys, uh, the people that are listening along, probably are more familiar with jackass and and some of the other uh, tv shows that he's been on but i mean we're talking about actor professional skateboard sports broadcaster entrepreneur (laughs) i mean i i where does it end with you i mean i mean you're just into everything uh i'm just i'm such a busybody that like when i slow down i slow down but when i'm going i'm going and i'm always i never think enough is Enough, so I'm always thinking. Uh, I'm always looking out for tomorrow. Yes. So, yes, I am entrepreneur. I am skateboarder. I am barbecue guy. I am what? You know, I am. I did TV show hosting. So, anywhere I could keep myself busy, I always figured a way to do it. 
I love it. So these last couple of months have been weird on everybody because I mean, oh yeah, I mean especially for us. I mean we we like getting out and about. We love socializing and and doing the barbecue competitions and all that stuff. So everything has just come to a, a standstill on our end. And same for you. So how how are you adjusting? I I uh, the the best way I adjusted was being able to barbecue every night. And the funny thing was. Right before quarantine happened, I was at my buddy Russ's house, and we just hang out. He's just a guy that we go and hang out at his house. And I was telling him, I'm like, you know what? I need to barbecue soon. I love barbecuing. I love just making stuff. I was thinking once a week or something, once every two weeks. Yeah. I just want him. He's like, dude, let's go to the barbecue shop down the street from my house. And it was this big, it was the barbecue headquarters. And so we went in there, and I started looking, and I knew I wanted an egg at one point in my life. Yeah. So I saw the egg, and I was like, you know what? Let me grab one of those. And I just grabbed it for fun. And they're like, well, we don't have the one you want because I have kind of a little small patio right now in the house I'm living in now. So they're like, we'll order it. I'm like, cool, <laughs> sounds good to me. We negotiated the price because I, like, car dealership deal them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, ah, oh, it's we man, whatever, let them slide. And <laughs> quarantine hit, and they're like, dude, we're backed up a couple days. We'll have it for you in a couple days. And then they had it, and I went and grabbed it. And ever since the first day I grabbed it, I've pretty much been queuing on it every night. I could say now, up until today, I probably haven't uh, barbecued four, maybe five times on it since the quarantine happened two of which were hungover days and i just wanted i just wanted like uh postmates or uber eats yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like i'm I'm not yeah starting that fire i'm not dealing with that you're like yeah so yeah but ever since then i've been grilling every night so what are you grilling like what's your go-to lately my go-to is always carne asada like i used to at my old house I had a, just a gas grill that I would turn on and we'd cook carne asada. But since I got this thing, I've been trying all kinds of things. Chicken Steak, breast, chicken, chicken lamb, yeah. salmon, uh, sea bass. I did a tomahawk. <laughs> I've done reverse sears on different fillets, different wagyus. So I, I've done all, I've tried all kinds of stuff. So are you, are, do you think you're you're stuck on those Kamado style cookers, or are you going to venture out and try to get something else? Maybe you know I don't, I don't know what, what what are your plans as far as cooking, dude? So right now I have two grills at this house, and it's fun. This one you can see right behind me. I just cooked on it for the second time tonight. It's called the beeper. John just mentioned that <laughs> earlier when you were going to get in your wine. It's like, is that a beeper? And that I was like, like a beeper. Yeah, <laughs> beeper's right there. Uh, they sent it to me. And it just came out of the blue, but we, it's gas. Mm. So you have to use it, you know, and they, you can use it with the smaller propane tanks. They have a little adapter to it, but yeah. I haven't received that yet. So I got a big propane tank out here. I got the beeper. And I mean, all you do is put the gas on and push a button and the thing is fired up. And Ready it's to go. 1,500 degrees. Right. That's oh like, that thing's for searing some yeah. stuff. Yeah, I've, but, I've cooked twice on it now. And both times I would say are mediocre. Really? Like very, yeah. So I'm learning. I'm getting. I'm getting the feel of it. 
you know, because that thing's just burning out heat. If you see my videos, you'll see the fire just coming out, and you're like, oh, fuck, I've, I've burnt this thing already. Yeah. But, <laughs> is, yeah that, I know. is that just for steak, or are we just searing steaks up, or is that for other things? You can cook everything on it. I've seen lobster on it. I've seen asparagus on it. Anything can go on there. Okay. So Nice. Yeah. But, yeah, that's the beefer. I got the Kamado Joe. I want to get, a like, a griddle, like one of those big barbecues. It's just the griddle where it's all... You just cook everything right on it. It's gas also, but I want to have a mix of things. So, so I, next I, house, next no. house within the year, I'm going to have an outdoor barbecue set up with a couple different styles of barbecue. Yes. One's going to be charcoal, one's going to be griddle, and one will be gas. Nice. And I'll have them all figured out. So uh, I, I, we've actually been so so John John's got and actually so you're going to hear a few a few voices tonight. You probably can't see everybody because we're trying to stay a little bit away from each Try other. Try to do the social so, distancing a little yeah, bit. Yeah, there's probably five of us, but when it comes, okay. to, comes to alcohol and 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 barbecue, it's it's hard to social distance sometimes. Occasionally, you're going to hear a few different voices. It's it's not going to see uh, James or John over here. That's going to be basically. Um, it's not like an old you know Japanese Godzilla movie where their their lips aren't moving but all of a sudden that you, you hear words coming out or whatever <laughs> could right? be it could be it could be yeah that's totally fine but but I actually spent about 3 and I shouldn't say this but I I will but I spent like 3 hours today at work <laughs> and all I did was look up Kamado Joe's and like big green eggs and I'm like I got to have one like I've done so much research in 3 hours oh you don't have one yet it, I don't have one. Nope. I, I need one. I mean, I've got offset yeah. cookers. I've got. I, I I actually have a big thirty-six inch griddle. Um, I've got Weber's. Um, I mean, we have bi- different barbecue pits for me, uh, but I yeah. don't have one of those, and I want one. I'll, I I'll really tell you want this. one. I've been like a seeing you know charcoal since I was a kid and stuff, and I'll tell you this: the Kamado Joe, like their block. Here's a piece of it that comes in the bag. It's fucking crazy. So it's actual wood. This is what I'm talking about, <laughs> dude. That's like half yeah. a tree right there. Yeah, no, it's that's what came in the bag. But usually it's chopped pieces, like <laughs> one sixteenth of this, and then you burn that. But this this piece snuck into my bag, and I've kept it outside because I'm gonna wait to like go do a fire pit outside, and I'm gonna throw yes. this bad boy in. But it's a clean burning wood, so you put it in and you light it, and there the smoke is real clean. You can't tell, you know, it's real clean. I love the way these things grill and cook. Nice. They're, they're awesome. Yeah. Nice. That I, lump charcoal is the way to go. So, you know, to be honest with you, I, so we actually had a, we, we had a, a guest on and it's, it was Captain, Captain Ron, Ron and, and yeah. he is a big green egg ambassador. Um, ambassador. Yeah. He, he's like, he's part of their cook team and it was a whole big thing he did. Right. And then I had no idea that the actual style of cooking was called Kamado. Yeah. Right, so it's a Kamado cooker. Uh, I, I had no idea. I was like, no, that's called Big Ring Egg. And I, I almost <laughs> told him, I was like, dude, I don't. This guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Like, it's called Big Ring Egg. Kamado, yeah, yeah. So is Kamado, Kamado Joe is a but different. What it is, is yeah, you, was, you, it, there's different ways you can do with it. So you can grill it old school charcoal way, or you put in this this. Um, concrete block in between yeah to block the direct heat and it's like smoking it but it's just heating it it's not that you won't get too much of a smoky taste 
but you'll get that heat that cooks it at a real low temperature. You take that off, you know, after about 20 minutes and then you just sear your meat. Boom. It is the best thing you've ever had. That's what I'm mm. talking about. Nice. See, I'm so glad that we're having this thing right now because <laughs> I, I've been, I'm not even joking you. I've like researched and researched and yes, I want to buy one. Yes. I probably have something to invest in because I'm probably going to spend money and do this, but Thank you for saying this because I feel like I can. This is ammunition I can take home. You and go, need one. Yes, I'm saying hey. this, this is like having you got a couple guns in in your backyard, but this is like having a little mini jeep with a gun on the side. So I'm talking about. <laughs> hey, see that? hey, hey, I got a CJ7 with a freaking mini gun right here. Boom in your face. I love it. Yeah. So to piggyback off that just a little bit, have you done any smoking in the uh, the the, the Kamado Joe? No, I've only done reverse searing. Okay. I haven't done any smoking. I have done the reverse searing where you cook it real low at about a 250 degree temperature. You get the meat to about the right temperature you want inside. For medium rare, you want to get it at about a 120, 130. You do that. Once it hits that, you take it off. You probably throw a piece or two of more charcoal in to get the flame up. You put the grill right back on direct flame. We get about a minute, minute and a half each side. Perfect. It's like a restaurant. Are you a, a, a Kamada ambassador yet? <laughs> Almost. They keep reposting my stuff. I've, <laughs> I've bought this one, but my buddy, my boys at uh, Barbecue Headquarters, they hooked me up, so... Hey, I'm I've, a barbecue headquarters guy. Nice. But we'll nice. see. They'll they'll probably take care of me at the next one. Because I do want the the size I got for my pad is the junior because of the size of our our deck. But at my next pad, I want all the big ones. Nice. Oh, yeah. I, want, nice. I want like I want to throw parties and be able to cook for everybody at once. Where are you gonna move to? <laughs> address uh, yeah no not the address i'm just saying city state i mean state in california you move to texas i mean what what's going on here i think i think he's gonna stay stay put where he's at but he's just gonna get a little bit of a bigger place okay or, or yeah. a bigger patio a bigger place here gotcha. in la bigger outdoors LA. Well, not in la gotcha. in california Nice. So California, is, is it? Is, oh, go ahead, Jane. I, I was say so. So John, our resident Californian over mm. here, is from California. He's lived uh, all your life until you moved to Texas, right? Yeah, up to about ten years ago. So you're where, from where Sac- LA? No, I was in Sacramento. Oh, okay. Yep. That's the yeah. My grandma's up there in Auburn. Okay. Yeah, I got an aunt in Auburn. Yep. Yeah, so that's like the bougie, you know, like, hey, Rose we're so Hill. rich. We don't have to live in L.A. No, we not just, at all. We just live no. in L.A. Oh, no, it's not? No. Oh, uh, shit. Okay. okay. Okay, I didn't know that. Uh. What about, like, Roseville? That's where she actually is, Roseville. That's where my parents live. Oh, all right. Yeah, I'll be Perfect. out there uh, next week. Oh, there you go. I know that area. Yep. That's, uh, yeah, I grew up out there. So I know you've been killing it, uh, and and – just killing the barbecue game. So we always ask folks, what was your biggest barbecue fail? So I know you've done all this awesome barbecue. Has there one I've, yet I've that you're like, couple, I've, had a, I've had a couple barbecue fails. I had one last night. <laughs> so I was going to do the exact same beefer thing I did tonight. And uh, I pulled the ribeye. I, I had a couple ribeyes. I pulled one out. And I let it sit in the fridge for a little, and then I took it out, and I was going to just take it from fridge to about 30 minutes out and, you know, room temp, and put it on the grill. 
and I did actually, but it was still frozen on the inside. Mm. So it seared it really hard. And so it was like a black and blue. It seared <laughs> it really hard on the outside and it was pure raw on the inside. Rare. So, mm. Yeah, like rare, rare. And that was one of my fails. I've done two other fails where I did some fish on the Kamado Joe. I did some salmon and I just, I had it too low and I cooked it too long that the thinner parts of the salmon overcooked and the center was still like raw. It was like sushi. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah. So I had, I had salmon that was sushi in the middle and overcooked on the thin end. Yeah, so, you, so I mean, you get best of both worlds right there, I mean, right? right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was the best of both worlds, but it wasn't too good once you season it to a cooking way you want it. No, to, no. so yeah, so uh, those are pretty much my two fit. I had, I think I even had one fail on a uh, tenderloin or another ribeye on the Kamado where I just rushed it and I was just too excited. You know, you get too sometimes getting too excited. Uh, during the day gets you on, on cooking too. So maybe I've had three total. <laughs> nice. That's other, pretty good. Other than that though, I will say I've pulled off some stuff. Like I've pulled stuff off out of my ass that I was like, I can't believe I just did that. Nice. Like, I pulled off stained sea bass on this bad boy where it's like melting your mouth flavorful. It tasted like a cake. Ooh. So, so you got more wins than fails. Oh yeah, I've had three fails, and I'll and I'll man up to them. Yeah, and I mean, in the last two and a half months, three fails being brand uh, new at hey. this style. No, that's amazing. You're killing it. Yeah, no, no, definitely, definitely. Yeah, with cooking every night. Yeah, that's good. So, uh, so I, I I've done. I mean, I, I, of course, you know, we've definitely seen you on 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 television uh, and everything else. Uh, but one of the things I, I actually saw today was that that you were were you in was where, where is Amira Mixon? Is that is that um, where, where, is it Tennessee? Amira Mixon, Georgia. I'm not sure, but I saw a thing with you and was it was it Jacksonville South, Myra Mixon and his son or whatever else that you went out to one of those cookoffs. And I was like, I, I mean, I knew you were barbecuing. I've I've seen some of the things you're putting out there, but I was like, I didn't know you're like you're that big into barbecue. This is this is phenomenal. So, oh no, that was Washington. Was it in Washington D.C.? Oh, maybe so. Maybe so. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the U.S. I've done a lot of stuff with the U.S.O. for the past like ten years, and probably about three, four years ago, in Washington D.C., there was the big barbecue cook-off. Yep. And I did. Uh, I was a judge. Mm on the barbecue cook-off. So people would do their briskets and their chicken wings and different things like that. And you wouldn't know who they were, but you would sample and you would just get test numbers of who they were, where it was like, okay, have your brisket in by 12.05 and it would be wrapped and it needs to be like, it has to have that leaf underneath it. Yeah. It has to look good and you have to judge everything. I did that for two days. Oh, and my the God. actual, yeah, the, the whole committee there loved the way I judged and the, loved the comments I gave and everything. Really? So I did that, yeah, about three or four years ago. Did you get a hold of a piece of meat that you're like, no, no, that's not good? That's a two. <laughs> yes. I had probably two of those. 
<laughs> and I probably had about six pieces of meat that I've never had that good again, even in a restaurant or anything. Oh, wow. Where it was like, I can't believe, I want to know who's cooking this. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, like, I want to go to their barbecue all the time. That sucks when you taste that. And then you're and gonna. You don't know who it is. You don't know who it is. You don't know how to reproduce it. And then you're yeah, always like, no... you're like chasing that dragon. You're just like, I need that again. I can't. Yes. You're trying to go to yeah, barbecue restaurant. You're oh, over there. I just can't get this. You're like, I'm done. I'm gonna go I'll judge this you, thing I'm, again. Yeah, I'm not much of a chicken. I was never much of a chicken guy. Like I would eat some wings here and there, but I was never much. I had some chicken there that it did. Uh, outdid some steaks I've had. Wow. wow. Ooh. Whoa, these guys know how to cook chicken. Yeah, you're like, uh, I will take that chicken over steak. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was to that point. Yeah, I, you know, so there's been probably a couple of times. In our, so, so I don't know if you know much about us. So we're, we're a huge competition team. Uh, we've all cooked together. I mean, some of us, you know, John spent the last probably five years cooking competition. Alan's probably the last... Three or four years. Uh, Matt on the team last two years. Yeah, two or three, something like that. Right. Uh, James probably uh, fifteen two years. You're a baby. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, James probably last last fifteen to probably twenty probably twenty years. All right. Uh, a competition cooking. So I mean, we've seen a lot of crazy things. Uh, we, we've won a lot of stuff. Uh, we've definitely lost a lot of. We, we've lost things that we think like, "There's no way we're going to lose this one." This is this is money in the bag. I've tasted everybody's stuff out here. Yep, we're losing. Yeah. Boom. You know, <laughs> it's it all. The, the 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 judges really keep it together and really like it's any given Sunday type of atmosphere. I love it. I can. There's nothing like competing on a barbecue level and then turning it in and then having just anyone or not anyone. I mean, like you have to be like to be picked or whatever else, but still having somebody else try it and then grade you. It's, it's the, it's the ultimate defeat and the ultimate win when it happens. Uh, have you done any competition cooking? Uh, the only competition cooking I've done is on podcast. I've done a couple with, uh, pitmaster X and he's from England or something like that. And then there's this other guy that cooks with him. He and I we did a cook while we were talking. And we, should, we did our cuts and showed everything online. Nice. Like, while we were live. So I've done that. And then uh, I took my asada that I make. I do a, like a homemade asada. And I took it to my buddy's house. He's a griller. And it, he had a barbecue at his house. And his own kids... <laughs> They didn't want to say it, but they said, "Dad, Weeman's is better than yours." Oh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. So uh, but they were they were honest, and I was like, "Hey, let your kids be honest." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, 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 it wins when it wins. It wins. Uh, so I'll tell you a funny story is that um, I, I, my son and I, my son's twenty three now, so it's probably when he was probably close to eighteen or so. Um, he was talking a little smack, you know, and I've been cooking and whatever else, and he said, "Let's just have a steak off." So I planned this whole thing. Nobody knew about this, but just me and him. So we, we, I go out and we buy the, like, you know, the best, you know, Wagyu steaks we can buy, whatever it is. Right. Yep. So we go out and buy these, yep. these steaks and we cook them. And when we get done, like, we're like, who's going to grade this? So we bring it over to James's <laughs> house right here, here in the red. Yeah. Uh, we bring it over to him and him and his wife try the steaks. Right. He freaking beats me. 
It's fucking yeah. bullshit. The first time he's ever made a steak, he, he got to use whatever he wanted to use. It was it was so unique to him. It was a good steak. I, I'm not gonna lie. He yeah. he made a good steak. So that was defeat yeah. for me. I that was I don't want to say that out loud. All but yeah, 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 for sure. But you know what? Barbecuing is just like golf. <sighs> Each hole is a di- you know what I mean? You yeah. think you had a great hole the one time before? Your next hole, you can be in the sand and on the in the trees and all that. Just that I've never heard anybody put it that like. way, but that is very you, very true. You cook one steak amazing yeah. and you did everything to a T right and you put it on the fire just right and you took it off at the right time, it will never happen again the same way. Right. So it's 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 just like oh, you hit a good hole. Your next hole, you are not going to hit the same. You're not. Yeah, I'm not Tiger Woods, so of course it's not happening. <laughs> exactly. So you were talking. Go ahead. Here's the crazy thing I've learned just throughout the years. I've been probably for about seven years. I've been really focused on meat and different things, just because of different health concerns and stuff like that. I have a buddy up in Canada has a 500 acre farm, and he says, "You know what?" No one is ever going to love an all grass fed cow. He goes, I've done it. He goes, every cow, even if you put them out in the range and let them, you know, eat grass and stuff before they go to slaughter, they're going to eat hay. They're going to eat grains because it adds flavor to the meat. It adds a flavor. If you eat. He goes, I had a buddy who said, please just give me. And and he goes, okay, I'm going to do it for you. And he bought the whole cow and the guy wasted the meat. He he goes, you you can't, there's no way. It's not game or anything. It's very bland. You're not going to get anything from it and stuff. And it's, it's crazy. That's why Wagyu now is like the biggest thing. It's so much flavor. And the way the fat is just throughout it. It's not like big chunks of fat. It's just throughout nice and marbled throughout yes yeah i I heard the same exact thing we we, uh you may have heard of aaron franklin franklin's barbecue in texas uh but so they they do brisket and he did a class and one of his things he put out in his class is like talking about difference between grass-fed and grain-fed beef in his briskets that he does he's like all my briskets are pretty much grain-fed they may they may live out in the pasture but they do eventually feed on grain. Yes. Because that's where you get the rich beef flavor as opposed to the, the strictly just grass fed. He's like, now if you're cooking a steak, I might just go with just a grass fed steak only. So, and I, no, I, no, no, no. Even I've had a couple steaks that have been strictly grass fed. And I'm telling you, they, it, it's, it's like having a hamburger patty. That was like, what, what? What is this? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I didn't order just a not. You know, you need the fat for flavor. You need it. Doesn't matter if it's a little bit or anything. And grass fed really puts this. I don't know how you guys are on prime rib, but I'm I'm not a prime rib guy. I'm a ribeye guy. Yeah. I'm a leg guy. I'm a New York strip guy. I like other. You know. Mm-hmm. Prime rib is a is a cut for me that I am just not about. I I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. I'm I give me yeah. a ribeye. I, I I mean a prime a prime rib when it's done well, is is good, 
but it's yes. like I'm just, the the chewiness of it. It's very lean piece of meat. You're cooking it like to 130 or something. I, I I'm not really about that. But give me a ribeye. Yes. Give me a New York strip. Give right. me. Yes. Give me some yep, fat. Yep, yep. Same, I, same thing. I think same. for me, it, it comes down to the char on the outside to the meat ratio. You have to have a – that ratio has to be good. The prime rib, I mean, you have a nice seasoned char on the outside, but then you're looking at like a hubcap size of uh, – Piece of meat. Freaking yeah. uh, medium meat in the middle, which is good. It's tasty. It's delicious. But I like that char on the outside. I like that right. fire, that seasoning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, a prime rib is one that you know you're going to just dip into some sauce to make taste better. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, let me ask you a question. So like we got introduced. In a good steak, you just want to cut and just eat. Yes. You don't sure. want to have to dip. <laughs> no, no, sure. Right, right. These aren't chicken tenders. <laughs> hey, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love it. Right. L- let me ask you a question. So we got introduced to, uh, you know, somebody that obviously on the road as well, uh, introduced us to a bus brisket. You ever done one of those? A what? A bus brisket. Uh, you call a it, bus brisket? Call it a, tour, a tour bus brisket. They take a take a brisket, and when he's on a tour bus, what? well, not that when he is now, but in the past, they would take it, wrap it in tinfoil, and put it on the manifold or by the manifold the of, the, yeah. of the bus. And since it gets so oh. hot, over the next <laughs> six hours it. of driving, yeah. it would just cook the brisket. <laughs> You ever never heard, heard of it? Never. Yeah, never. Yeah, dude. Heard of that. So it was like super tender. It's like a like a it's like a fall apart, uh, like almost like a roast kind of thing. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just just <laughs> for driving somewhere. Maybe when you were yeah. when you were uh, living in that van. Just from started started this one in Houston and opened it up in Dallas, Texas. Pretty much. Well, yeah. Yeah. maybe <laughs> maybe or like. Well, that's that's too short. Yeah. That's that's four hours. Yeah. So. yeah. Kansas, you know. Yeah. 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 Went from Houston to Baton Rouge. There you go. Got this there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. So, uh, so John, I don't know if you heard him or not, but uh, so one of the things that I saw that you did was uh, you, ha- you, you. I guess you bought a, and had a a van tricked out to where you. It was almost like you could live in it. Is that or you could stay yeah, in it? Had I a bed. In, I lived in two vans for one year. Oh my God! Like I'm not I'm not gonna lie to you. I so they have a thing on like YouTube or whatever else like van life, right? Yeah, it's yeah. a huge thing, right? Yeah. So it's like yeah, people yeah, that yeah. travel and like people go like Colombia yep. and they're traveling everywhere, and I'm like, oh my God, how do I do this? Because like I feel like there's no worries. Anybody can do it at any point. You just you just have to get up and go. That's what that's what I'm saying. Like like how do you just. I want to do this, but like I, I don't know if I can make it to Colombia. I don't speak the language yet. No, go ahead and go for it. I'll, I'll but tell I can, your wife. I can, <laughs> I can learn. But I, I I'm love telling the, you. Yes, I'm telling you. Once you do it for a little bit, you can pick up little hints and ways to get around it. So the reason I got into it was in 2018. I was gonna buy some, like a huge lot of land, property in Canada. And I was looking all over the place for different spots because I wanted a farm. I wanted different things. I wanted just I didn't I didn't want to know my neighbor and I didn't want to hear him or nothing. Yes. <laughs> like you can now, like you can hear my neighbors in the background out. I didn't want that. Totally understandable. <laughs> yeah. And we love yeah, our neighbors, so which wanted, we're all neighbors wanted, around here. So I had a couple places. <laughs> I was like I was almost bought 160 acres at one point. And I could have sold off 60 acres and still not seen my neighbor. 
Oh man! Wow. And, uh, yeah, like I was at that point of it, and uh, nobody was believing me about like how real I was about doing this, because on each contract I was like, well, on the contingency of my house selling, and everybody's like, no, 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 like we want to know upfront right now, and I'm like, all right. So my realtor told me, put your house up for sale. And then let's see what you, and I put my house up for sale and I sold it in three weeks. And then winter came in Canada and nobody wants to move in winter in the snow in Canada. So nobody was selling anymore. So I was out here stuck in LA, sold my house. I was living in a hotel for two months and I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? And so I was just sitting there and I was doing reviews and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to live the van life. I did reviews for like a week, called my buddy. We, he goes, I'm doing one right now, but I'm not living in it. I, here, here's what it is, but I know all about him. He goes, I'll send you to a guy. Let's go check out this guy who builds them. I go to the guy who builds them. This is in October. And he goes, he goes, you get one till July. And I'm like, oh I don't have God. nowhere to go right now. I need one right now. He goes, well, check out the ones we have used for sale from previous customers. So I saw one. Guy had one for sale in Arkansas. It was a Thursday, and I said, hey, buddy, you got any bites on your van? He goes, no, I got one bite, but the guy ain't coming back. And I'm like, I'm flying in Monday. I'd like to see your van. And he's like, all right. Flew in Monday. We had lunch. Gave me a three-hour tour of his van. Wrote the guy a check, and I left Arkansas with two duffel bags. That's all I had. <laughs> a skateboard, and I left Arkansas. The first night... From the guy's house that I bought the van from, Preston lived one hour away. Oh, shit. I called Preston and I go, dude, I just bought a van one hour from you. Can I come sleep in your front yard? <laughs> he goes, hell yeah. So I went to Preston's house. We went to a steak dinner, got drunk that night, and then, uh, you know, got on the road the next day. And then the next day, I went to Matt Hoffman's house. He's a pro BMXer guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you're going to come to my house, we're jumping out of airplanes. Oh, shit. And I said, all right, well, then I'm coming to your house. Went to his house, stayed a couple of days. We jumped out of airplanes. On my way out from that trip, he goes, on your way out, stop in Oklahoma, or in this town in Oklahoma, because he's in Oklahoma, but he, another part of Oklahoma. Danny Boy from House of Pain owns the Outsider's house. Oh, are you serious? Dude, really? Yeah. He rebuilt it to a T of what the house looked like in The Outsiders. Lo and behold, I show up. I didn't even tell Danny. I showed up and I was going to call him if I was near and nothing was happening. I showed up the day they're having a ceremony at the house with uh, S.E. Hinton, the lady who wrote the book, and Ponyboy putting their hands in concrete. Danny Boy's there having a full event with the mayor and i just roll up in this van and show up and they're like how'd you know and i'm like i didn't i just showed up <laughs> that's, <laughs> but that's, that's what like living in your van life is all about that's freaking <laughs> amazing i show up somewhere and you go i i'm not gonna lie i i so i've looked at it and looked at it and uh, I feel like I need a van. Like everyone wants to get bigger. They want a bigger place. They want a bigger whatever. And don't be wrong. I do want a bigger place. I want a bigger piece of property and whatever else. I hear you. At I this, want like right now. I want a bigger place. Yeah, I hear you. But at the same time, 
like to be so minimal and just take off and go and like not worry about it. And like, As hey, you, you please, know just go. Uh, you know, I'm gonna have some fresh vegetables. I, I found yeah. a farmer's market. I got some fresh vegetables over here. Uh, I'm good tonight. You know, I I I, I yeah. bought a steak tonight. I'm good. You know, I love that. Yeah, I love no, exactly. how minimal it is. I don't want I don't want to sound all like weird and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. you do find yourself when you just have just the things you need and you can get up and go to another town and you're not worried about the town you were just in, but you know, you still have everything you need and you can figure out where you want to go and do the stuff you like to do. Yeah. It's sure. it, it, yeah. It, it, it is a calming, relieving feeling that you get. And uh, when I did it, I did it for a year. I realized who I was and yeah, I want a big house still now, but for that little bit of time, you know, like the stuff you don't need. Right. Yeah. It's, it's almost like how simple life is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just like, it's not that like, like as Americans, like, which I, I really feel like, you know, I'm not saying we're the hardest working people on earth or anything else, but, um, I, I, I feel like in the world, you look at everybody, how hard everybody works. And then you're all of a sudden you're like, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be like that. It's like, it's all about yeah. what, what yeah. do you want out of this? You know? Yes, and then exactly. yeah, once you put that in perspective, you're like, Hey, life's great. Yeah. And, so, I, and I, I think uh, to piggyback off a little bit uh, from what you're saying, I mean, we, we all got into barbecue specifically. I mean, we, we wanted to eat good food, but I mean, we love the, the, the socialness to hang out with our family, hang out with our friends. Yeah. Uh, to talk be able a little to, shit to people to be able to slow down a little bit and and have a little fun and then we cook great barbecue in the whole process so i mean that's 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 for us that's what grabbing the brisket is all about is just hey we're just we're just trying to hang out and we're just trying to have fun and cook good good barbecue word i that's that's what i love about charcoal cooking yes so charcoal cooking you have to like clean up the other time you cook some charcoal you put in a new fresh, you light it, you got to wait till it burns through. While you're doing that, you grab a couple of drinks, you're still talking, you're prepping the meat. And yeah, it's it's not, it's not it's like the journey, not the end. The journey of charcoal cooking is the fun part of it. Correct. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Try yeah. that whenever you're cooking a 9 to 12 hour brisket. Yeah. <laughs> Get through oh, yeah. a few more beers on that way. Yeah. You're drunk by the end. <laughs> hey, uh, no, honestly, you know, it's funny you say that. It's like we I first got into uh, like barbecue and, and competition cooking. It was more like, hey, let's have a party. Let's drink as much as we can. Yet tomorrow, let's cook the best we can, right? And as you yes. got older, like I, I mean, I, we definitely had early success and definitely did well and whatever else. But there were certain times where it was like a lull where you weren't doing anything. And then it, it – like, I think it took other people like coming together and going, Hey, listen, uh, dumbass, you can't get smashed the the day of cooking and expect to do well. And I'm like, Oh, well fuck. Why don't you <laughs> say can. something earlier? <laughs> right? <laughs> you can still somehow pull it. You can still somehow pull it. No, 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 no. Well, we, we we try. No, he definitely thinks he it can pull be, that off. You might be hurting a little, but you gotta make sure you no, no, hey, like, definitely pull it. But I, one of the worst things, so it's a barbecue fail for me, is that we're, we're in a pretty big competition, and I decided to try a different recipe. Actually, a, not a, a different twist to a recipe. And I ended up turning in devil's anus chicken, 
which is the hottest right. chicken you've ever had in your life. Like think of like like Nashville hot, and then multiply it by ten. You couldn't eat okay. it. It was the hottest chicken you could turn in for a barbecue judge, and we all looked at each other and like. I feel people. I feel bad for people going behind us. Like somebody's <laughs> going to try this chicken, oh, yeah. and their mouth's going to be on fire so bad. There's no way they can try anybody else's chicken. Like everybody else's yeah, suck. It was tender though. Yeah. It was super tender. <laughs> it was super tender. It was just so damn hot. <laughs> so you mentioned earlier about cooking carne asada. What do you have a tip on? I mean, preparing, marinating. I mean. Do you just go straight dry rub seasoning or do you marinate? No, it? no, no. I don't do mine dry rub at all. One of the main ingredients is orange juice. Ooh, okay. It depends on the orange juice you use. And then, of course, Worcestershire sauce, uh, salt, pepper, a couple of other seasonings of how you want to do it. And then it's like fresh garlic just thrown in there and fresh onion, like about a half an onion cut up and thrown in there too, mixed in. And it goes from there. There's a couple other like family seasonings we put in, but other than that, you Are want you... the orange juice for the acidity to break down the meat to let the flavors go through. But yeah, I'm more for for those kind of uh, like marinades. I like a little bit juicier. For and sure. And then Are, throw them on. Are you a corn or a flour guy? As far as tortillas go, I'm both. I'm yeah, both. you like both. Depends on making them. Okay. I've had some good flour tortillas, and I've had some good corn tortillas. Okay. All right. So, so are, we, are we talking about fresh OJ, or are we talking about fresh squeezed oranges, or is this you a, know, uh, but this is a I'll secret? I'll give a little secret. Some of the best uh, marinades I've had have even been like the bad OJ of Sunny D for you. Ooh, so Sunny Delight. But then I've had really good fresh squeezed oranges, too. So it, it it's all depends on how they're doing it and what they're using. Okay, okay. So. And what did you say those secret family seasonings were? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> 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 Got to keep it in the family. I uh, got you. So uh, that's I, backyard barbecue beating beating guys at their own house, and their kids love your barbecue better than. Than dad, we so. have a lot of those exactly. stories. Yeah, we have a lot of those stories around here. That's awesome. Um, yeah. We have our uh, our John resident. Well, no, John. We'll give you the and, necessities, but nothing more than that. Sure, right. but you know his his son will come around every now and again. You know when uh, Jan or James is cooking something and say, "This is the best I've ever had," and uh, yeah, and go to his dad and be like, "What?" I'll correct what him. You say? Yeah, he corrects him pretty quick. <laughs> That's all right. We 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 usually take video. And it's it's so funny because I'll ask him like, "Hey, uh, Maddox, um, what do you think about that steak?" And you're like, "It's the best steak I ever had." I'm like, "Maddox, can you hold on real, real quick? Let me get the camera out, and then I'll take the video, and then boom, it's it's like magic. I love post I posting it for sure. Oh yeah, but I love showing it. Let's it's be sure that kid loves to eat. That's the best thing he's ever had till the next thing he eats. I know, I know. It doesn't matter. He's how old is Maddox? He's six. He's six, so it doesn't matter. But still, it's so much fun. Mm-hmm. Well, I love whenever my son eats steak or something like that over at John's house, and I know he like scripts them on what to say because my son will come back over and be like, Dad, that was the best steak I ever had. I'm like, really? Well, you can go back over there and live for the, the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's your, it's, it's your dad. Go to your dad. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. So uh, let me let me ask you. Of uh, course, the the jackass days. I mean, you're 
doing the stunts and all stuff like that, we, we got posed a question from one of our fans. Was there a particular stunt that just like that hurt? Ow. I'm not going to do that again. All of them? Um, there was a couple of them. There was when we got, we did the closer of three and it was all explosions in the rooms. And you'll notice one time I pretty much fly over the camera. <laughs> it hurt. That was my ears, my body, my everything when the explosions happened. And then at the end of that, it was like a big tidal wave room came through and Preston and I, and I can't think of who else ended up on the couch and the tidal wave just fell straight on us. I almost fell through the sinkhole of that, but Ryan grabbed me and said, no, no. he like grabbed me. <laughs> no. He was like, up and held me and he's like, come up this way. <laughs> so there's been quite a few. Mm. Have you ever said no? Like, I'm not going to do that. No, stunt. you can't say no. They can't say if no. If you say no, that's what they're going to use more against you. Dang oh, it. Right. So it's better right. to just say yeah and take the – like, look at my hand right now. This is just from skate – you can see the line of where my hand's swollen. Yeah. Holy and moly. then where it's not swollen. Uh, yes. Like, just one day. You know what I mean? Oh, like, wow. my Jesus. Hands beat up. Like, guys like us, we don't say – no, we just we do stuff and this is just skateboarding for fun with my friends <laughs> and so yeah we don't we don't say no no no's not in our vocabulary if I, you say no you're gonna get picked on i love it i love yeah, no is like that's like fuel right that's fuel yeah, for somebody else to yeah. go no oh, is, okay no means yes yes definitely means yes for sure. Yeah. No means yes, and yes means you definitely are really. means yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 So I I I saw that uh, you're obviously an artist. I mean, you're a creator. I saw this uh, the stuff that's floating around that you have on Instagram as far as the merge four socks. Can you explain yep. a little bit of what that's about and uh, to the people that probably don't know about it? So merge four is a company that this lady. Uh, Cindy started. She used to run this surf, snow, skate clothing called Sessions. That went under, and when she kind of figured out what she wanted to do next, she just started this sock brand. And guys like me, Christian Asoy, Steve Caballero, Keith Meekster, Rob Roscoff, we're all a part of it. And it's just been growing for the last five years. And then bands like you saw recently that I posted, like, they, they send me the new merch of stuff, you know, that's going on. We did Devo socks. I saw those. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I have so many merch for socks. I don't need every pair that we put out. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, let me find the biggest Devo fan. I'll send you my personal pair. And so, you know, that's kind of things we do. I'm working actually right now on my fourth design of my merch for sock. Okay. So, I, uh... yeah, I've got about four designs now. I ordered so. two pair of Wee Man socks today. Oh, damn. I, I would have ordered three, but they didn't have my size. Oh, uh, did you use the discount code? I didn't know anything about a discount oh. code. <laughs> That's all right. Hey, uh, pay, I'm, I'm going to order some uh, socks uh, today, and I'm going to use the discount code. Well, you can kiss my ass. <laughs> use, use Wee Man 25 and get 25% God, off. Dang it. <laughs> we, we fan, and all you people listening, too, use Wee Man 25. And get twenty five percent off my sock. I can't I'm wait. The, I can't I'm wait. More for the, 
I'm more for the deal of the person, not the deal for me. Can I don't I, care. Can I wear I'm, those I'm socks doing, with I'm with, doing with what I want? Can I wear those socks with chunkless or no? What's up? Can I wear those socks with chunkless? <laughs> What's that chunkless? With what? with sandals with my yeah. chunkless. Chunkless sandals. Oh, no, Let's see here. Not, no, these are no Jesus. I look like a weirdo. No. I look like a weirdo. <laughs> no, no Jesus sandals here. <laughs> That's funny. That's so good. But, but you could wear them with a nice suit. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I will do it. The ones I ordered look pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, any questions you got about barbecue, we man? I mean, uh, open table. I mean, anything you want to discuss? Anything you want to promote or anything you want to put out there? You can ask us about uh, our fails as well. <laughs> What's that? You can ask us about our fails as well. <laughs> um, let me see. I don't know. I'm more. I'm more of like the positive guy. I like all the good times every time. Ask us about um, our wins, then. <laughs> we got all yeah. of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, here's a funny one. Best time you've been kicked out of a bar. Oh, easy. <laughs> Jan, 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 go ahead and take over this one. Yeah. Bartender or security said you're done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hell, I've been I've been kicked out of so many places. It's unreal. So it's like, where do you like? Which one? I actually had a pretty good one. So. All right, let's yeah, we went to a uh, we went to a Halloween party, and it was an '80s party, and yeah. um, so I dressed up like a like a Joe Dirt character, right? I'm 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 an '80s guy. I'm a Def Leppard guy, right? It's Tiger King now. So I have okay. basically, yeah. yeah, and um, so I have a cut off shirt, and so we're going to this bar here in, in here in Paraland. It's called Two Days, whatever. And well, they won't let me in with a cut off shirt. Okay. okay? Fine. Yeah. So my wife was wearing a uh, like a fucking neon green shirt that had some sleeves on it. So I had to go okay. put that. I had to go put that shit on. Now, mind you, I had this fucking wig on, right? And I got my sunglasses on, or whatever. And uh, yeah. so she had to take her shirt off, and I had to go, you know, take my shirt off. Obviously, now I have a basically a fishnet shirt on that has sleeves on it yeah. <laughs> yeah but it's but it's neon green dude but it's and, got sleeves oh, and it has sleeves and it has sleeves it has sleeves dude so i show up in this thing man and um all the bartender or not the bartenders but the bouncers tell me like don't cause no problems dude so hey but i showed up i, I showed up legit and uh it was the uh that's a bar win it was a bar win <laughs> yeah that's a bar win I, it was a bar win i get like, bar kicked out yeah no, I didn't yeah, get kicked we want out. More kicked out. Yeah, I want, I yeah. want like yeah. But then that no, wasn't that same night. It was not that same night that we fought at the same place mm. and got tossed. Hey, husband and wife fights don't count getting kicked <laughs> oh, out. Oh yeah, no, 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 <laughs> no. no yeah, we yeah, were yeah, fighting yeah, each other. Yeah. Dusty was there. I, he I, was there. We had to go him stitched up and everything at the same place. Hey, I, I tell you what, I I made it into a bar. So like Houston's huge, right? It's like what six and a half million people in Houston. It's it's what is probably the third, fourth largest city, yeah. fourth. right? I walk okay. I walk into a bar one night. Uh, it's 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 a club or, or or I guess a pub. I guess you would say. I made it to the door. The guy let me in. I walked in, said something to somebody else. Next thing you know, the guy goes, "Hey, you're out." I'm like, "What are you talking about? Why why am I leaving? It's so it's so messed up." I walk out. I get back in line. I walked straight through the whole thing. The dude goes, hey, man, weren't you kicked out? I was like, no, nah, man, I'm not out. I, I, I just got here. 
<laughs> he goes like, oh, come on in. Boom, lets me in. I get kicked out again. I'm not, I'm not bullshitting you. Yeah, get kicked out. I go back. I get back in line. Now I got a hat on. I, I some some lady or some guy, as a lady, gave me a big like a big like sun yep. hat. Yeah. I walked in with the sun yeah, hat. The guy goes, "Hey man, did I kick you out of here?" I'm like, "No, I just got here. What are you talking about?" And like I met people in line, so we're all friends. He was like, oh, "Okay, go ahead and go in." Got kicked out twice in the same bar. I just changed outfits and just kept going back in, and it worked. Yeah. I love it. All right, you want to hear my Houston, Texas bar story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's like a main street of bars down there in Houston, right? Yep, yep. All right. I was sponsored by Monster Energy. We came down. We had one bar where we were at, and that whole street was like, it was dead until it was only that bar going off. And we were in that bar. And I was drinking, uh, what are those shots where it's like whiskey and then, oh, uh, car bombs. I was drinking yeah, car yeah, bombs. Yeah, Irish yeah. car bombs? Yep, Irish car bombs. And after each one, I would put the drink, drink it, and I would throw the glass on the ground like I was wasted. <laughs> so I'm sitting there drinking them, wasted, smashing the, smashing the glass. Asses, my buddy grabs me by the neck and is about to pull me out. And the owner comes and he's like, what are you doing? And he's like, dude, he's breaking every glass he's given in this bar. He's like throwing them behind the bar, throwing them on the ground, all that. The owner goes, dude, he can break whatever he wants. <laughs> this bar is so packed. I'm making so much money. He's not leaving. Right. I <laughs> love it. Give this guy some more glasses. Right. <laughs> no hey, problem. He's hey, in your hands. That's a bar win. That's a bar win. Yeah. You're winning. Yep. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. I yeah. love it. So one of the questions that we asked on the podcast to some of our guests is obviously the barbecue fails or um, – maybe the first time you got drunk or the first time a lot of the, kind of the first pay, hey, the first food that you remember grilling or barbecue. Hey, what, what about yeah. you? First time getting drunk, first time cooking first car. Uh, first car was a toy 83 Toyota Corolla hatchback. Boom. Nice. Uh, the previous guy who owned it was selling drugs and, uh, he bought it off my buddy. He got his third defense. So he was going to jail for a while, sold it back to my buddy. My buddy said, hey, and put $1,500 into it to fix up <laughs> some stuff. I bought it off my buddy for $350. That's a steal. <laughs> nice. That's a steal. Yes. Yeah, 83 Toyota Corolla. That's great. Uh, one of the first times I got drunk, I definitely left the bar throwing up. So I remember that. What were you drinking? Do you remember? Uh, anything and everything. Anything and everything. Everything and everything. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like everybody else. If it was a shot, it was a shot. And yeah. if it was uh, a beer, it was a beer. Yeah. We're not worrying about Here, the liquor the before the beer or liquor, beer before yeah. liquor. No. I got a latest best story for me and my fiance. Yes. So we're at our favorite Mexican restaurant. We've been going there for a while. We hadn't been doing shots together at all. Like we're just like we either drink like vodka, like vodka sodas, or we drink wine. We keep it like that. We don't drink beer or nothing. And uh, 
we're at the bar at our favorite restaurant because the tables are full. And this guy comes up and he goes, hey, want a shot? And I'm like, yes, sir, we do. And my yep, lady yep. looks at me and she goes, what the fuck are you doing? And so he comes back. Him and two other guys come up and they pour these tequila shots. And I'm Ooh. like, fuck it, we got to do it. So we take these tequila shots, smoothest tequila I've ever taken. It was like, almost like water. I'm like, what was this? So we put her, usually you get that rope, rope, like throw up because yep, yep. you haven't taken a shot in a while. Yep. Put the shot down. He tells us it was Casamigos Blanco. Best tequila I've ever had in my whole life. So I take the shot, put it down. Everybody's happy. And we leave the restaurant. And I tell my lady, I'm like, babe, any guy who looks like he just got out of prison and has face tattoos and asks us if we want shots, we say yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, all right, I got that. But I'm like, now we found the best tequila we've ever loved. Mental note, I'm going to think about that. Yeah. Have you had it since? Yes. So then here's another funny story. So then we go to New Orleans for New Year's Eve. Find this diviest bar. It's called like the dive bar or the smallest bar or something in New Orleans. And we're there like, we're like, fuck, let's go there for New Year's Eve night. And this guy comes up and he's like, hey, man, let's do a shot. And I'm like, all right, you want to do a shot? I'll do a shot if they have Casamigos Blanco. And the bartender looks and goes, oh, no, we don't have that. So I go, oh, no, not doing a shot, you know. Like I played it off that way. Fifteen minutes later, the guy comes back. Boom. Puts the bottle down on the bar. Oh, he went to the liquor store. Yeah. Yeah, he, went, he went and bought it. Yeah. Perks of and being like, a celebrity. Give us like 20 shot glasses. So I pour the whole the whole bottle out, 20, 25 glasses. Give them out to everybody in the bar. Woo! Drink them. Cheers. We're having a good time. Goes away. 15 minutes later, comes back. Another bottle. Oh. Like, you got to be fucking kidding me. No. Pours them out again. We're drinking them. Everybody's happy. Next thing you know, me and four bartenders are shirtless behind the bar, taking photos, <laughs> cussing me goes Blancos for everybody. It was like the best New Year's. It was just this past New Year's. Oh, so it was a good time. That's fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, that's not bad. You're you're 40, 40. I just turned 47. So seven. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, yeah, I just turned 47 on May 16th. Uh, what was it? May what? 16th. 16th. May 21st. 16th. All right. So, so James and I are twins. We're 42 on May 8th. Let me tell uh, you, man, okay. you're, you're partying like a fucking rock star over there. Like I wasn't. <laughs> Like, I would do that. I definitely would do that. Like, I don't know if James yeah, would do that, but I would do definitely that. be doing that. Yeah. So, uh, hey, that's that's freaking awesome. Yep. So cool to at least be able to see the guests from here. I, I never get to see the guests. Elm's on the other side of the screen, dude. Elm's on the other side. Yeah, so I'm going to walk around here. We put the good looking people on this side. We can see what's going on over here on this side of the production. So. Right. All right, so hey, Jason, we don't mean to keep you. No worries. It's 
been a good time. We appreciate you coming on to, to the podcast and doing with this. Hey, we, we hope you uh, join us a little bit later on. And if there's any barbecue questions or needs or whatever, hey, feel free to reach out to us. I mean, we appreciate it. All right, you got it. Uh, I'd love to come back on once the movie comes out again next July. So absolutely, once we, once we get the movie come out, let's get back on this podcast and let's just give away everything about the movie. Oh, let's so, do it. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm all there. So, so, so we actually, so I, we'll tease this if we do it again. Uh, James yeah. and I actually did a U of H game where we had some of the, uh, what was it? The it was one of the the Jackass movies where they came around and they recorded a bunch of like um, extra footage that might be put on the movie or whatever, or might be put yeah, on the yeah, credits, yeah. all that type of stuff. So yeah, yeah, it was so dumb. The type of shit that we did that night just to be hopefully on it, it was so dumb. And we didn't make it, right? It didn't happen. Maybe it was too right. much. I, who knows? But hey, that footage uh, just floating around somewhere. It, it's somewhere. It's somewhere. So hey, just know that we're huge fans. And man, hey, it's so... Yes, yes, sure. We'll definitely do that. We, Jay, appreci- we appreciate it, we man. Jan, was this the same night that Got you it. put a Weber grill inside your truck still lit? It probably <laughs> was the same night I put a Weber grill inside of my truck. <laughs> we, Hell we, yeah. we did a lot of crazy shit back in the day. All right. Hey, thanks for coming on, brother. We appreciate it. Appreciate hey, it, bud. Thank you guys yeah, for thanks. Having See you later. Awesome. Cheers. Thanks, you guys are at. Later, bud. Bye. Dude, that dude was solid. Man, I cannot listen. Listen. So talk about somebody that made it so effortless to have a interview with. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just. I, I maybe that's his personality, but it was so good for us. Like it wasn't awkward or anything. He, I, the, the biggest worry is like. Oh my god, I'm gonna sound dumb in front of somebody else, right? Well, he, he well, made sure. it so. <laughs> yeah, no, but honestly, he, sure. he made it so well. Just like it's like I'm talking to a buddy of mine, right? right. And I think a lot of the you know a lot of situations like, well, what kind of questions can we ask him? You know what I mean? And I think that he ran this the fucking uh, interview well. It was perfect, dude. He did a great job because he yeah. was like, "This is what we're talking I, about." I'm not gonna lie, it was Alden, awesome, Alvin. You dropped like so many f bombs. Which maybe that's tonight, and I get it. So I'm not smoking. Uh, good for you, man. <laughs> yes, hey, that's good. Hey, by the yeah. way, uh, Alden has not smoked in two and a half days, three days, three days, three, three days. days. Yeah. Good for you, man. Yeah, a lot of f bombs from from Alden tonight. Yeah, uh, but I will say, Fuck I'm not saying it's going to be the best interview we ever had. It's going to be the yeah, best they, interview. It was pretty damn awesome. I think yeah. it was solid. Yeah. So great yeah, for sure. And, and kudos to him for making it better for us because obviously he's done this plenty of times. We have not. Right. But yeah. he made it really easy for us. So, yeah, yeah. Hey. Wee Man was very personable, very knowledgeable, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, between the, the stuff that he's doing and his cooking game, I mean, he's he's put it out there, and we appreciate you it. You can tell he's like a perfectionist. Like, yeah. he, he decides he wants to learn something. He's only been doing this thing for a couple months, and he knew his shit already. Yeah, he was like, yeah. "This is how I want. I want. I'm doing this." And did he just seem like super happy the whole time? That was he was oh, super sure. excited. Yeah, yeah. for yeah. sure. Yeah. Very love positive that. attitude. Yeah. Yeah. And well, you know, I, I don't think love. so. I, I don't think he's been cooking for a couple of months. Maybe he's doing this like a couple of like seven years or something. But here, right, but I mean, he's been getting yeah. into this whole charcoal. Recently, he's just, just got been this, yeah. yes, and which it's for us like watching this whole like for for me seeing somebody talk about it. I'm like. That energizes me to like, you know, I could do something different. Mm-hmm. And some of the tips that he had, 
Like I never would have thought about doing. Like what was the uh Sunny the, Delight? And yeah. The, yes. Yeah. Dude, Carney? That was my fail like a month ago. Dude. I, I I brined it in or whatever in uh in Sunny D for like a day and a half, cooked it, left that sucker on the smoker for like two days until it ran out of pellets. Yeah. You just didn't do <laughs> it, it right. It was probably great. Well that no, I, I didn't do it right. Why I cooked for two days. John's <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> Turned to a hockey puck. That's yeah. what it was. The technique, yeah. I mean you had the uh whatever you just couldn't pull it off yeah exactly yeah i well it was a little overcooked is what it was so yeah i enjoyed that um i enjoyed that podcast tonight obviously i mean it was it was solid dude he was solid i think um you know we we you know created just conversation with him dude it was, it was solid i loved it yeah, yeah. you could tell I loved he loves, a bit of it he's really into the cooking you can yeah. do this but yeah. so I, I think we should shoot him a dm or something if he's in texas and he wants to get down with a with with a Texas style brisket, or Texas style cooking. Bring him on. Uh, I would love to have him come out and just like, hey, this is our offset cooker. This is what we're doing, and have him go through the motions with it. He, he'll fall in love. It, he, he's in love now. He he will be like he'll be buying marry. a trailer pit. He's ready to yeah. marry somebody. He's gonna be getting an offset. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I would love that. And that goes to show you, I mean, whether you're a an athlete or a professional skateboarder or a celebrity or whatever, you get into barbecuing, hey, we're all the same. Yep. I mean, you're, you're just trying to perfect and trying to cook that really good food for your family. And then you're looking for that. And for me personally, you're looking for that, like, that, that was the best food. Ever had. Well, he he, he alluded to more that. of that. He alluded yeah. to that earlier. It's like I tried this. Yeah, it was the best. And I'm like, correct. So he's like, so, I'm trying to do this again or whatever else. Which something else is like for the people that aren't out there trying somebody else's barbecue, not at restaurants, but actually traveling to competitions and trying to become a judge and seeing what else is out there. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's amazing what kind of what kind of things people are putting together. Like it's beautiful. Yeah. Can't say any better. Solid interview. Alden, hit these people up with the business. What is up, my dudes? We got all this stuff going on, man. Check us out. We got our merchandise and stuff like that. So you wanna hit us up on the website is www.grabthebrisket.com. You can find us on Twitter. It is at grabthebrisket. And Facebook and Instagram both one the same. It is at grab them in the brisket, and just, dude, just reach out to us. We will respond to you. We will interact with you. That's what we love to do. So, uh, tell more about the merch, guys. Come on. Yeah, certainly hit the, hit up the website and check out the merch that we have. But also, hey, check out the uh, merge for dot uh, com and check out the socks that they have because I know he alluded to earlier. Um, this website was put together about merging, bringing people together. And then, so he, they're bringing all these artists in and, and all these people are like collaborating and designing their own socks and all that good stuff, which is super fantastic. And maybe we can get like grabbing the brisket to design a sock. Socks. Whatever that yeah. I'm pretty sure that's coming. They're reaching out to us. I'm definitely, sure. definitely, <laughs> right. definitely. Right. So, uh, yeah, def check that out. Hey, another great, Episode of grabbing the brisket. I love it. Hey, one I love more time, it. was it merge? Was it merge? Merge four dot com. Merge yeah. four. And his don't forget his little uh, discount code. 
Don't forget the oh, yes. discount yeah, code. Yeah. Wee Man 25. I yes. Think that yes. Right. Hey, like that. You have to. He said to up to 60%. If you're listening off. to this episode, he put it out there. 60% off. What? 25. 25% off. So 20. weird. Alan's <laughs> giving away like wow. uh, yeah. 75. It's not 60. It's 25%. 60. He said 96% off. <laughs> right. Okay. That was good. All right. Great show, guys. Hey. So, hey. We love you guys. Appreciate it. Word. Hey, and we appreciate it. And I also appreciate it. Okay. (laughs) Thanks for being so awkward, man. Later. Just grab them in the brisket.